Welcome to a weekly review of LGBT news from Keen News Service. I'm Lisa Keen. All hands on deck. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid last week filed a motion that will force a showdown on the defense spending bill this Tuesday, September 21. Republicans last week refused to let the Senate proceed to the bill by unanimous consent. They complained the bill has some non-defense-related matters in it, such as immigration and Senate rules. But many political observers believe they're also trying to stop the passage of a provision in the bill to repeal Don't Ask, Don't Tell. One of those observers is Vice President Joe Biden, who told MSNBC talk show host Rachel Maddow that Republicans would filibuster over Don't Ask, Don't Tell. He said confidently that Democrats have the 55 votes they need to stop any amendment to strip Don't Ask, Don't Tell from the annual defense spending bill but he offered no similar confidence that they have the 60 votes they need to break the filibuster. Don't Ask, Don't Tell is being scrutinized on the West Coast this week, too. A federal lawsuit brought by Air Force Reserve Major Margaret Witt is due to wind up seven days of trial on Wednesday. It's been a trial with considerable drama. Many of Major Witt's straight colleagues took to the witness stand this past week to express their upset over her dismissal saying it was the dismissal that upset unit cohesion, not Major Witt's sexual orientation. The ACLU, which is helping to represent Witt and challenging her dismissal under Don't Ask, Don't Tell, said Witt will take the witness stand Tuesday, and then the government will mount its defense. That defense could bring even more drama, as the government is expected to put on evidence aimed at portraying Witt as promiscuous, and contending that her dismissal was based not just on her sexual orientation, but on an adulterous affair and her acknowledging to colleagues that she is gay. Whatever the result of Witt's case, it is likely to be appealed to the Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals and then to the U.S. Supreme Court. But court observers are pretty sure now that Alina Kagan will not be participating in that case if and when the Supreme Court hears it. Former Solicitor General Kagan, the U.S. Supreme Court's newest member, has set a fairly high threshold in determining whether she should participate in certain upcoming cases. Rather than recusing herself just from cases where she was deeply involved, Kagan has recused herself from cases where her participation as Solicitor General was much less involved. So far, that's meant she's recused herself from 21 of the court's 40 cases in the upcoming months. The concern for LGBT cases, as well as others, is that with Kagan out, the liberal side of the court will be down one justice. Now, instead of Justice Anthony Kennedy being a pivotal swing vote to determine victory, pro-gay attorneys will need to win Kennedy over just to preserve the status quo. A tie vote in the high court means the lower court's ruling stands. That would mean that a victory at the Ninth Circuit on either marriage or the military would be limited to just Ninth Circuit states, and a loss would be preserved for those states as well. Speaking of losses, a study released this month by UCLA Williams Institute says the Census Bureau has almost certainly lost count of one in seven same-sex couples in its 2010 survey. What the Williams study found was that many same-sex couples are either afraid of breaches in confidentiality and thus do not want to identify themselves as a same-sex couple, or they don't like the terms that the Census Bureau offers with which to identify themselves. The 2000 census counted almost 600,000 same-sex couples, and despite its flaws, the 2010 census is expected to identify many more this time around. That's because of improvements by the Census Bureau in seeking to count same-sex couples. 
and by a concerted effort by the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force to encourage participation in the census through its Queer the Census project. Speaking of queer, the Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals last week received a letter from an ordinary California citizen seeking permission to file a brief in the Proposition 8 case. The citizen, Robert Wooten, said he wishes to argue that the U.S. District Court Judge Vaughn Walker should have recused himself from the landmark Perry v. Schwarzenegger trial this year because of allegations that Walker is gay. That prompted a number of readers at Keen News Service's website to offer some perspective on Mr. Wooten's idea, namely that, by his logic, black judges should recuse themselves from cases involving racism, judges who go to church should recuse themselves from cases involving religion, and judges named Robert should recuse themselves from cases involving parties named Robert or Bob. Finally, on one last bit of good news, the Gay and Lesbian Victory Fund announced Wednesday that 29 of the 33 openly LGBT candidates in Tuesday's primaries won their races. Among those 29 were Congress's three openly gay representatives, Barney Frank, Tammy Baldwin, and Jared Polis, and a candidate who is likely to become Congress's fourth openly gay member of Congress, Providence, Rhode Island's openly gay mayor, David Cicilline. Cicilline won a four-man race in that state to become the Democratic candidate for Congress to replace Representative Patrick Kennedy, and pundits give Cicilline very good odds. For Keene News Service, I'm Lisa Keene. You have been listening to a podcast of Keene News Service. Visit us on the web at keenenewsservice.com. 